Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to another action-packed episode of the Nintendo's podcast, the Nintendo podcast where we talk about games, both new and old, all the way from the NES up through the Switch. My name is Brayden, and across from me here, I have my co-host, Connor. Hi, Connor. What's up? Hey, happy holidays. You as well. Sorry we've missed you again for all of December, but we're here to kind of wrap up a whole year's worth of Nintendo gaming up into one little nugget. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be great. How would you describe the year 2020 oh God. in Nintendo gaming? Oh, phew. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Almost as strange as you would the yeah, whole the, the rest, rest of the year. Of the year yeah. I want to say sparse. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't feel fair because, you know, circumstances. Yeah. And I, that's, and Sparse isn't even like a complaint. That's just like, frankly, I'm in, I'm impressed kind of almost with the, how much we got sure. for Nintendo this year, considering all the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I am content with how much content we got in terms of like games. Um, Nintendo's reputation has been a little rocky this year, yeah. especially recently. There's like some... Controversy in the in the Smash community and such. Shutting down tournaments, right? Yeah, and like, just kind of their their image and their business practices being PR. called are yeah PR issues being called into question. So for t- Nintendo itself, I mean, it's it, they they might have been feeling the heat and they've been pretty turbulent. But as far as like me being a blind optimistic consumer goes, it's been great. It has love it. It's been a little strange. Lots of re-releases, ports, mm. you know, I don't know. It's it's definitely been like the year of the, I don't know, Switch port, I guess. I feel, kind of feel like that's been the Switch's lifespan generally. Yeah. In a way. But I do know what you mean. I don't. Well, going you? as we as we get into some of these categories, we we've broken down you know this episode into some of our favorite games of the year, favorite retro you know our our gems, favorite gems we've covered, and then of course just how we've spent our time. Right, basically, yeah. how how would you describe twenty twenty for Nintendo? I would say solid. I would say they have made the most out of a weird year for the rest of society. You know, I do think it's felt a little lacking in first-party titles, original first-party titles. Right, for um, sure. And, and we'll get into it and mm-hmm. what 2021 may bring, you know, some things that we may have been expecting for 2020 that will right. end up showing up in 2021. True. Um, and so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit, but it, it's been solid. It's been good. I've, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. All things considered. Yeah, it's been a heck of a year. So should we get into our roundup? Sure. What's first? I think first, let's. I got an email from Nintendo mm-hmm. with a little link saying, "Hey, your your year in review is here," and I know Spotify did that and Facebook will do it. I'd never gotten one from Nintendo, so uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I, this is kind of a new thing. It's cool. Yeah, it's very cute, and it uh, kind of just broke down some of the different statistics from my year, and I sent it to Connor. He 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 got it mm-hmm. pulled up here. Uh, should we compare? Sure. Yeah. All right. Um, and if you're you're like playing at home, down. pull yours up. It's it's what's what's the link? It's Nintendo.com. It is switch.nintendo.com/slash/year-in-review with a, a hyphen in between year in review. Yeah, and so you, it'll pull up yours as long as you're signed into your Nintendo account. Yeah. So the first statistic is kind of an arbitrary one that <laughs> Nintendo just gave it to us. Uh, it's what kind of gamer are you? 
I got core gamer. I am a core gamer as well. Uh, Hell yeah. We are skilled, experienced gamers who are always up for a challenge. Yes, sir. Ooh. I do. It does make me wonder how many of those there are. I, I can only different categories. Yeah. I can only assume just like based on like our count for us that like we got maybe core gamers probably like the, the, the highest, the highest, I don't know. Highest and I... lowest is not how I would quantify that. <laughs> uh, maybe most pitiable. Yeah, are, 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 is what we are. Well, and I was gonna. Well, all I could say, all I was gonna say is, I don't see Nintendo rewarding more hours than we've sunk in right, with a exactly. new title. So we probably got the. Yeah, but I do wonder if it's just like pro, core gamer or like casual gamer or like yeah. how, like how many de- degrees there are in between. Yeah, I don't know. Be curious to see. But the next measurement that they gave us was how many hours played on the Switch in 2020. Yeah. I, I think I want you to go first. Okay. Just because I'm very curious because I have different theories as to what why our, ours are the way they are. Huh. Okay. Um, well, in 2019, I played 612 hours. In oh, 2020, I played 870 hours. Wow. Okay. On my Switch. See, that's I kind of assumed you would have more than me, uh-huh. and I was I'm right. Uh, in 2019, I had 459 versus your 600 some, uh-huh. and this year 2020, I had 602. Wow! And my general theory as to why that is is because you've, I mean, you you run the podcast, you mm-hmm. run Nintendo's podcast, and you've been on every episode, and you you're a lot better at like churning through pumping through all every new nintendo release yeah you you i stay on nintendo yeah you you have the the wall of switch games that i like borrow from and catch up on every once in a while these days uh-huh. i'm i guess maybe i'm a little busier but also i, I feel like i've been playing a lot more non-tendo this you, year a little bit you are definitely more varied in your video game taste at least this year especially. yeah i would i mean i would say i have a better taste you know <laughs> okay sure right? yeah, yeah solid. um <laughs> But, right, but I mean, and, and I, like, I think I still have, like, a lot of hours, like, all things considered, but I yeah. think most of it is Smash. Like, Anytime we'll, you're online, yes, you're playing Smash. I am playing Smash. And we'll get to, like, the graphs, like, they show, like, the months and stuff, and mm-hmm. we'll, I'll, I'll explain more then, but I was playing, I generally playing a lot of Smash this year, and then, like, a few major releases, like, mm-hmm. at a couple points. Right. Um, but for you... You've been killing it. I I've lived on my Switch. It's true. What like what do you what do you think most of that hour count is going to have been? I absolutely have the answer right here. Okay. I I pull, so the the nintendo.com summary gave you like your top 5 games and then I cross-referenced that with my profile on my Switch to get my hour counts. Mm-hmm. And so uh, most hours played, my first one is Animal Crossing at 195. Thought so. Uh, second is Fire Emblem Three Houses, which I haven't played since oh, wow. the spring and summer, but I did play the fire out of. Did that come out? The no, Fire Emblem no. out of? No, I, I played that late. Okay. Um, I was late to that party, but I played the heck out of it in 2020. Interesting. Third was Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Forgot about that. Fourth was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and fifth was Fortnite. So, yeah. Animal Crossing definitely took the cake there for me with 195 hours. So, it's, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of time. Yeah, that's interesting. I guess we could do like some theoretical math, but on um, like comparing the hours. But um, my my top five games in order are Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, <laughs> number one, 
Fortnite is second for this year. Wow. And I think I my roommates play a lot of Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And I, whenever they play, it's just fun to pick it up on my Switch and squad up. And it's just quick, easy fun. Like, I'm very much not, like, heavy into it. I play it casually enough that it just, like, it's it's on there. Yeah. Next for me is Animal Crossing. Wow. Heavy into it for, like, a few weeks when it dropped. And then I missed one day of progress. And then <laughs> I never wanted to return to it. Yeah. Um, Paper Mario is next. Wow. A solid, like, 40-hour experience, I guess. Yeah, probably. Um, and then Mario Kart for the same reason. Man, you're casual. Guess so. Something like that. I, we it's, should... right. it's not a bad list. Yeah. Not a but... very 2020 list. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I've been very bad about playing the newest releases, but mm-hmm. my my total just just for posterity, I'll share my total Super Smash Bros. Ultimate hour count mm-hmm. seven hundred sixty five. Oh my hours! Gosh, in one game. In one game, and it makes me wonder how many of those are in twenty twenty. Yeah, but who's who's to say? I do. It does tell you. It tells you how many different games mm-hmm. you played in 2020 as well. I'm curious. You, I, I, is it in the triple digits? No, okay. it's not. Okay. I'll I'll just go ahead and yeah. It, I played 57 games on my Switch, uh, in 2020. Really? Yep. Okay. Then I don't... I downloaded a whole lot more. Like between, I don't know. There, there's probably 20 unplayed games that mm-hmm. I've downloaded from the eShop that I have not touched. Okay. But, yeah, 57. Interesting. I have 31 games played in 2020. That's not bad. It doesn't. I was expecting more of like um, a larger gap between us, just yeah. considering with how, how well you've been keeping up versus me. Right, Playing, right. rehashing the classics, I guess. <laughs> uh-huh. But that's interesting. My, I, We're coming up to my favorite statistic that Nintendo gave me. Okay. Go on. It was uh, what day you played the most. Oh. They broke so they broke it down into months and like what month you played the most in. Uh-huh. And this was just the perfect storm as we've everybody said about Animal Crossing, but oh. Animal Crossing came out. I started a 2-week quarantine period mm-hmm. and it's a holiday. 420. <laughs> I played the most Switch on April 20th, 2020. Oh, what so okay, so audience pulling back the curtain well, you can talk about that but we can't curse on this podcast <laughs> you kidding me the kiddos don't know what that means uh, whatever good <laughs> isn't that awesome though i mean so just like on I, april 20th when did uh, animal cross you said animal crossing came out when march i think okay end of march it was like march 27th or something interesting okay so is march or April, like your most played month then? Were April you... was, because okay. uh, uh, like I said, I, took, I had a two-week quarantine period then. Um, mm. a- Animal Crossing was my life during April. Right. Um, same, pretty much. Yeah. Because like, uh, we, we kind of quarantined too, and obviously mm-hmm. it, it really was a perfect storm, even for us non-partakers, as it were. Yeah. Just like staying home, crashing, looking mm-hmm. at playing Switch. Heck yeah. Relaxing little game. What was your calendar like? March March also was my highest year. I uh-huh. guess I guess because of Animal Crossing. In retrospect, it, like just because I fell off of it so hard, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like I played it that much this year. Right. Like it doesn't occupy that much like space in my mind. Mm-hmm. But I guess I I was heavy into it. March and followed by April were my highest months. But then in May it drops by like. 80%. Maybe I got into something else or something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But 
August is when I started catching up. I played Paper Mario ah, or Gaming King, um, which I loved and was heavy into. Yeah, and hmm, looking at it too, like it doesn't even follow necessarily like the Smash character drops. Mm-hmm. Like when Min Min or Steve came out, like they're That's... still like relatively low. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. But yeah, the, the, beyond that, Nintendo's little roundup, it's like what they think you would be interested in. So that's kind of the end of that that mm-hmm. section for us. But I just thought it would be fun to compare our answers. Yeah, absolutely. Should we cute. move on into our chosen categories? You know, just some discussion pieces for... Yeah, for sure. So I actually broke it down into favorite new Nintendo release and re-release. I, I don't know if that's fair or not. I don't... Because there's so only either. like two releases, <laughs> total, and the rest were re-releases. So I I'm not necessarily on the same wavelength as you in regards to the amount of re-releases. We got Xenoblade Chronicles, Pikmin Three, Super Mario All Stars, Super Mario All Stars. I mean, I guess there were a lot of third-party remasters like um, Burnout Paradise and yeah. stuff. I guess there are a few notable ones. Outer World, yeah. I mean, 2020 oh, brought a uh, whole slew of like. 360 and Xbox, you know, kind of right. like that era uh-huh. games to the Switch. And so, like, mm-hmm. again, kind of going back to what I thought of as, like, the year of the ports. Sure. Like, I, it just... Because, I, I mean, I was I bought the Bioshock collection. Oh, right. And, and I, Assassin's Creed we got this year, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm following now. I don't know. Did, I mean... XCOM, Borderlands. Did I say uh, all those? Right. No, but I, but you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Huh. So, do you think there's enough... Or do you have, like, substantial enough of a take to have a favorite re-release? No, but it just feels different. I don't know. So It feels like a different year. Yeah. I guess... Maybe. I don't know if it feels like a different year or just if new games are going to be fewer and further between. Mm-hmm. I think, uh... I think it was probably a generally a result of, like, the pandemic and, like, mm-hmm. lower effort releases were kind of the move remastering yeah. old games not like i'm sure they plan to re- release these and do these anyway but just like yeah lower lower effort releases were easier to pump out this year yeah than others for sure do you have a favorite so What'd my you get favorite most out of? my favorite release is tied at animal crossing and origami king mm-hmm. i almost think animal crossing deserves it more I'm I'm not sure. I haven't touched Animal Crossing since July mm-hmm. because I it, it got stale and I ruined my town. I I overdid my town and it's too much work to undo it. So I my Animal Crossing high is over. What does overdoing your town look like, dare I ask? When you land at my island mm-hmm. for, and leave the airport, you walk out into like this huge artificial city that i've built with fake walls separating them into buildings and like different mm. signs and, and it's like it i i designed it to look like broadway in nashville essentially <laughs> and it looks really cool but it's i'm tired of it and it took so much work to set up and i know it, yeah yeah i'm just it's and a project would you ever pick it back up because they've been feeding they've been drip feeding a lot of content for it over the I past know. few months over the year i tried every once in a while i boot it up and i play it for like five minutes and i'm like the things i really want to do are just difficult and time consuming interesting but yeah. i do think fundamentally it's a better game than origami king origami king was awesome and a great game but animal crossing is the more c- complete package 
Um, incorrect. Ooh, what is your game of the year? So, honestly, like, I, looking through, like, our collection and what I've been playing, Paper Mario Origami King might be, like, the only... Besides Animal Crossing, I mm-hmm. guess, which I, I continue to forget about. Yeah. Um, Paper Mario is probably, like, it might be the only new Nintendo game I've, like, played this year. Even That's the thing i yeah like there's just like not much out there um yeah but i mean notice i didn't batch in age of calamity i it's beautiful and was awesome but it was not game of the year sure totally and like neither is pikmin 3 that you played for the first time like Mm -hmm. i mean all like there's a lot to go over this year Mm -hmm. even though it feels like a little but like paper mario for me is the most standout i am a paper mario purist at heart Mm-hmm. Um, I love the first two, like the RPG ones, and then I have mixed feelings about where the series went after that. And obviously, Origami King is like a, a another lateral movement almost mm-hmm. in terms of design, but I enjoyed it very much. I thought it was very fun. I loved the aesthetic, the music. I still bump mm-hmm. to this day. I don't know. I, I, I had a really, really good time with it better a better time than i was expecting given the the precedent set by the previous paper mario games right it it stood out to me and i think it still would have stood out even if i'd played some of the other games that came out mm-hmm. um purely by virtue of of existing i love xenoblade chronicles so much and i feel like yeah. if i'd played the remake maybe that would have edged that out it won my re-release category okay cool yeah if that makes you feel any better sure um Loves Xenoblade so much, yes. but it, I just didn't ever feel like I had an 80-hour chunk of time to <laughs> right. sink into it over other things again, uh-huh. you know? Of course. But, yeah. So, yes, definite shout-out to Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, the Switch mm-hmm. uh, re-release that came out this year. Right. Um, we we had a whole episode on it. Be sure you check it out. But, yeah, that was my re-release of the year. Mm-hmm. Should we... Go on to Jim of the yeah. year. Your favorite retro game that you played. Not necessarily, it doesn't even, you know, we didn't have to even cover it on the podcast, okay. I guess. Cool. That Mine. was kind of my question. Like something that I like did like an independent study on sort of, as it were, or something that like is in our, our Jim Hall of Fame. No, maybe something that we still need to add. Mine happens to already be in the Hall of Fame. Okay. But, uh. What's yours? What you got? Yeah. My favorite gem that we covered was actually part of the Spooky series. It was just something that really stood out to me as one of the games that I felt ashamed that I hadn't like paid more attention to. I know where this is going. Uh, growing up, and I look forward to expanding my horizons uh, in with the series. Uh, that would be Castlevania yes. for the NES. Um, yes, sir. I really just... I, I had touched it, but I'd never given it the, the time that it was due. And it was an awesome experience. Not only the music, which I regretted not explaining in the episode. The music for the game is phenomenal. The gameplay, the the mechanics, the layouts. I am fervently nodding my head. Yes, with he is. Every, I'm a Castlevania fan, and I'm. It took you long enough. I know. I, I you, dare I say, 2020 was the year. Uh, so Castlevania. For the NES, yeah, to be like, clear, which is my gym of the year. Terrific starting point. You got a, you got a lot of ground to cover. I'm excited for your journey. Yes, sir. Welcome to the force. Thank you. <laughs> Great to have you. What about you? What was your gym of the year? There was this, there was like this, gosh, it was like a month long. It was during the spring, like the beginning of the pandemic, the quarantine, like 
when I was a few weeks off of work that our Wi-Fi at my house was also out. <laughs> so like the playing Smash Online was a no-go. One of my roommates had the Xbox Game Pass that we were using, which is also a no-go now. And so me and my roommate, we resorted to just like playing a bunch of old a bunch of old retro games kind of in succession that mm-hmm. I had always been meaning to play. And we played Resident Evil 4, mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid 3, nice. um, Resident Evil 4, which we covered, which it, my yeah. first time playing this year, terrific, awesome. Yeah, sure. Um, but the most, hmm, actually, can I, can I have two? I suppose. Okay, am I allowed to do that? Sure. Neither of which were covered on the show, <laughs> but um, two standouts were Killer7 for the GameCube. Wow, okay. Killer7, wackiest game you will find on the GameCube, uh-huh. probably, like, period, from the creator of, like, the No More Heroes games. Right. Crazy first-person shooter adventure game. Mm-hmm. Insane. Rated him, not for everybody, but just an extremely memorable and, like, like, cool, stylish... That's what I've heard. ...visceral experience. We need to break that down in a gym. Definitely, definitely. Okay. And same for my second one. Long story, but I have a copy of Conker's Bad Fur Day... That you might not should have. That I probably shouldn't have. Don't worry about it. It's legal, but I have the cartridge. We finally popped the cartridge in and, and played through it. A long time coming for mm-hmm. me. Like I've still never played it. Yeah, it's an absolute classic. A it the cart the cartridge is so hard to find, but we finally played it, and it was a lot better than I expected. Hmm. I expected kind of because it's for the N sixty four. I right. expected kind of a dated three D platformer, kind of clunky. For it to not be as funny as it maybe it used to be, but it is really funny. Very, huh. very raunchy, obviously. And yeah. like some jokes have not aged super well, but like very witty, surprisingly. And mm-hmm. like the gameplay is very aged remarkably well. Yeah. For like a that era 3D platformer. I don't know. It very much worth revisiting if you ever have the opportunity. Wow. I was pleasantly surprised. Well, geez, what a waste of a podcast then. Your two picks don't even Whoops. We'll Log, get, logged in the hall. We'll get to them. We they, des- they deserve the spots, they, respectively. Yes. Well, very good. In exchange for my having played 57 games on the <laughs> Switch, I don't have a Nintendo pick, but do, have you played any good Nintendo games that you'd like to recognize at this point? You know, on reflection, I'm realizing not many, if not none, that came out this year. Mm-hmm. Played Fall Guys... Mm-hmm. A lot at the at the at the peak of that, which is a lot of fun. Replayed through the Dark Souls series, which has mm-hmm. kind of been taking up my time for the past several months. Um, Dark Souls is like my favorite series yeah. of all time, favorite game. We'll put the Switch version of Dark Souls in the Gems Hall of Fame eventually. It'll get there. Yeah, I so yeah, a lot of from software games like Sekiro, Dark Souls yeah. has been occupying a lot of time. So like inherently, those are. My my Nintendo picks of the year. Yeah, that's kind of drawing us to a close. But do you have any ideas of what might be coming up in twenty twenty one? What you might be expecting, looking forward to? I have a, a healthy chunk of games here in front of me that, like, I could just mm-hmm. read off for you if you really wanted. Just to, I mean, you se- can see what's coming. Sequels on sequels. <laughs> Lot. Yes, you are correct. Lots of sequels. So, but but before you launch into it, keep in mind whether we're actually going to get them this year. Right. This if this is the year that we're getting these distant sequels, or if it's just gonna if we're gonna be unlucky again. Right. You know. 
Well, and first, I'm going to let you know uh, just a couple games that I have in the backlog that I'm looking forward to covering on the mm. podcast, you mm-hmm. know, whether we talk explicitly or not. But Splatoon 2 I got for Christmas. I've never played it. Yeah. Burnout Paradise, Cadence of Hyrule, very much looking forward to it. And I'm going to go back and play Breath of the Wild at some point this Ooh. year. So be looking forward to my perspective on a fresh playthrough of Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, slated for 2021 there's no more heroes 3 breath of the yes, wild yes i can't believe i forgot no more heroes go on right. that was the first I one mean, well, <laughs> well go i mean i could have that reaction for probably each that you're going to say yes go on breath of the wild 2 mm-hmm. bravely default 2 oh yeah i tried to see if i could get into it i'm not sure that's going to be for me but we'll see when it comes closer to time there's a demo we should check it out sure Persona 5 Strikers. Also not for me. That'll be a big Jake thing, I bet. Oh, yeah. Monster Hunter Rise. Mm. Monster Hunter Stories 2. Wings of Ruin. Bayonetta 3. Shin Megami Tensei 5. Skatebird. Hollow Knight Silk Song. And I think perhaps the biggest mystery is Metroid Prime 4. Yes. Yes. What the heck is going on with that game? <sighs> Man. Do I don't. You, do you think it'll happen? I don't. I don't. I don't want it to happen 2021. Like, Explain. I mean, if, if it's going to make the game good, better than what they have made it sound like it is or was, I mean, th- this game has gone through development hell. Like, I mean, yeah, they've, they've uh, called like, in so many new It's a development developers. phoenix. Did you, you heard about them, like, starting over, right? Yes. Insane. Crazy. And, and so, like, that's what I mean. I don't want them to... Obviously, they aren't, but I don't want them to sacrifice anything in anticipation of a 2021 release, which I don't you think don't they would do. You don't want to be rushed. Do. Yeah, I don't... I... I think we'll see Breath of the Wild 2 before we see Metroid Prime 4. That is, upon reflection, a very interesting take, but mm-hmm. it's one that I guess I've held to. I, I do feel like... With with the relative immediacy that we got an announcement for Breath of the Wild 2... That was quick. Yeah, like, pretty, pretty right off the bat, it felt like. Very quickly after the original release but also the breath of the wild 2 teaser trailer that we got felt also remarkably fleshed out uh-huh. conceptually and like developmentally like they'd been working on it yeah like like it felt like it could have been released the following year yeah, yeah. at the time obviously it's been like two or three years now mm-hmm. and I, I we this could be it depending on like what kind of sequel it is like how much asset reuse there is yeah this could be it but compared to metroid prime 4 which was a title that is all we got, and that was five years ago. Mm-hmm. And then they restarted developing the game <laughs> since then. Like, yeah, I I could imagine that it's it's gonna be another long while. Yeah. And those are the two big. Those are honestly the two big ones that I was thinking of. I mm-hmm. I can't believe no more heroes slipped my mind. Have you watched the trailers for that? I have not. Oh, looking good. I'm so excited. They uh, and they released the first two. For Switch. Uh, for Switch, yes. Mm-hmm. Year of the Port, baby. Year of the Port. Yes, um, true. Good point. Do you have anything else to add? I have one more little elephant in the room that I just want to throw out there for the heck of it. Okay, go on. The VGA Game of the Year Award has not even been mentioned, and that's possibly a shame. Hades, the game that won oh, Game of the Year, right. I have not played. Me neither. I intend to. I can't guarantee it'll get a slot on the episode. It's I feel like it might be past its prime, and hmm. it's borderline Nintendo exclusive. It's 
it's PC and Switch. There's no other consoles. Really? Yeah. So I, I mean, there is some uh, validity to mm-hmm. to featuring it, but um, I do remember it was announced in like a Nintendo Direct. Like that mm-hmm. was the first mention. Like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I just hmm. I feel bad that I haven't played it, and perhaps it deserves a mention. But uh, also while we're there, Animal Crossing got nominated for Game of the Game of the Year. Worth yeah. mentioning too. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Know. That's pretty cool. Shout out, I guess. So but, did uh, the Last of Us Two. He lost. That was surprising. Yeah. Which is, I haven't played Last of Us Two. I haven't played it yet, which is a shame. I only play Nintendo, apparently. Apparently, says my year in <laughs> review. And you even borrowed the PS4 for I a did. while. Alright guys, but on that note, I want to thank you for joining us for a whole nother year of Nintendo Gems. Yeah, uh, good year. Good for year for us, I mean, like for has. the podcast, like, yeah, regardless have, of Nintendo. like We, we, we actually made content too. like kind of the whole year almost. Yeah. And this summer we'll be coming into two full years of podcasting, so thanks for whoever's been on board. <laughs> All of you out there in the ether, yeah. wherever you are, thank you. <laughs> thank you indeed. For now, be sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on right now. If you like the song you're listening to, check out Connor's music on Bandcap. He goes by Weed, W-E-A-V. And also on Spotify and other major streaming platforms. I have more music out right now that I've released. With vocals and words. Actual music, not 8-bit chiptune video game music. Good songs. That's right. All right, guys. Thank you again. This has been Nintendo Gems. My name is Brayden. And I'm Connor. And we will see you next time. Peace. You don't love them this time? Love you.